This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash rawbeautytalks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash rawbeautytalks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L slash Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts? We're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Happy New Year, beauties. I hope you all had an amazing holiday season. I'm sure they were full of some really beautiful moments and probably a couple of tricky moments. I know this time of year can be really triggering for anybody who is struggling. It brings stuff up to the surface, whether that's grief or anxiety or feeling low or feeling lonely. And it also is an opportunity for a lot of those really beautiful emotions to show through as well, happiness and connection and light. So whatever you were feeling, I hope that it served you in whatever way you need. We are into the new year and I want to remind you that everything is impermanent. Brighter days will find you ahead. Okay, I want to discuss with you something that I've been thinking about a lot over the last couple of weeks. Goals, manifesting, picking a word for the year. Are we sitting this one out? Are we resting? Are we just being? I I keep, I feel like every single person I follow on social media right now is talking about their recipe for New Year's or how they want to do it. And everybody is saying something different. It's mind-boggling to try and figure out how we're supposed to do this New Year's thing. And so I want to remind you that there is no right way of doing it. And like everything in life, there is going to be a different equation for every single person based on the season that you're in and what motivates you and where you're at. I'm really curious to know where you stand in all of this. As you know, I love getting to know 
all of you. So I'm going to link to an Instagram reel that I just posted. Click on the link and let me know what your New Year's vibe is. Are you somebody who is setting goals and going to crush them? Are you manifesting? Do you have crystals? Are you like, F all of this, it's just another day of the year, or I'm tired, I'm just going to rest for now. I'm hearing a lot of people saying that perhaps not striving for anything and just letting yourself be is the way to do it. So curious to know what you're doing. And in today's episode, I'm going to share what I do to kickstart the new year in a way that feels really aligned to me. It has changed and adapted many times over the years. And after having so many conversations with really brilliant people, this is sort of where I've landed and I'm sure it will continue to evolve. And then I want to talk about some really common blocks that I see in general as a coach that prevent people from moving forward or tapping into the things that they greatly desire. So no matter where you stand in this whole New Year's debate, there's something for you in this episode. Personally, I've always been kind of hot and heavy for New Year's. It is what I would say one of my favorite holidays, if we can even call it a holiday. And I know some of you are like, no, don't even pretend that it's a holiday or that it could be your favorite. But it is. And I got to share my truth with you on this episode I mean, I live and breathe self-development. I love it for myself. It's the books that I read. It's what I'm Googling late at night when I have a spare moment. It's the job that I do and what I'm so passionate about. I spend my time as a coach helping people get clear on what they want and then supporting them in getting there. I really live and breathe this stuff. So New Year's to me, it's not about creating this new version about you. It's really about carving out some time to reflect on the past year or years and to bring some conscious awareness and to set some intention around where it is that we want to go. As human beings, we so often exist in these patterns, in the hamster wheel. We're just moving unconsciously throughout our life. And so to me, the new year offers a really beautiful time to just pause for a moment and to get clear on what it is that we desire and what we are ready to let go of. So as I mentioned, over the years, my process here has evolved And as I reflected this year, I realized it's really become a hybrid of multiple strategies. There are elements of goal setting. There's some manifestation in there. I identify what I describe as core desired feelings. I know a lot of people are picking a word this year. Definitely have done that in the past. Now it's more like I have words, plural. I create some visual components to support all of this. I usually spend about four to six hours on it, which may seem like a lot of time to some of you, but in the scheme of things, I feel like that's a really short, small amount of time considering that you are laying a foundation for not only the year ahead, but also the years ahead. Anytime we make a change or anytime we shift a perspective or anytime we learn a new tool, it's not something we're just carrying with us for 365 days. It's really changing the trajectory and the shape of our life. 
This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the glossing detangler and the perfecting leave-in conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. Friends. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order, and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you a over. Okay. So my process, let me walk you through some of the nuts and bolts of it. First, I identify some goals. At the root of things, I grew up setting goals for myself and we have found lists from when I was as young as grade two and could just first start to write of things that I wanted to do. To-do lists, goals. <laughs> I mean, they're very cute back in the day and they've evolved over time. But for whatever reason, it's just always been something that I've been drawn to. I guess there's some structure around it and a feeling of hope and motivation that comes with goal setting for me. I know for others, it can be scary. People can be very turned off from it because perhaps they haven't hit their goals in the past. So they don't want to feel like a failure again, or they're not sure how to bring them to fruition, so it's just easier not to set them at all. I set a few goals, but here's the thing. I don't really focus on those goals that much throughout the year. Instead, I focus on what I call core desired feelings. So I take these goals and I reverse engineer them to identify the feelings that I'm hoping to get from achieving those goals. So for example, if I had a goal to grow my Instagram account to 200,000 followers, I would ask myself, why is that important? And what comes up for me is community. I want to build a community of people. I want to have that support for myself. I want to support others. I want women and men if there are any of you out there, I know we're a highly female group right now, but if there are any men, I want everyone to be supporting one another because I think support is so huge in getting through life. So one of the things I'm looking for is a sense of community when I grow my audience. Now, another thing that comes up for me, if I'm being completely honest, is this feeling of success. It feels like success because it means that what I'm doing with the algorithm is working. And so when I say that, I get a little bit of a feeling of like, oh, that's icky, Erin. Like that number shouldn't matter. The success should really come down to how you're serving people and what that looks like. So I can notice that. And I can also write down the word success. I'm looking for that feeling of success. So let's just look at those two. With community, I would then ask myself again, why is community important to me? Well, interestingly enough, having that community feels like support, but it also feels like success to me. Feels like a deeper desire is there. 
So then I would ask myself again, why is that important? Why is success important? That word's come up twice now. Why does that matter? And if I'm being really honest, part of me wants to be seen. Part of me wants to be acknowledged. Part of me wants to be valued for who I am. I'm getting really real and raw with you, but I'm going to show you the way. And the only way I can think of doing that is by showing you my process and walking you through it. Okay, so I want success because I want to be seen and valued for who I am. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Ooh, so why is it important that I am seen and valued? And what comes up for me there is I would just feel better about being my authentic self. It's like if I have that following and the community's there, then I would have a feeling of being enough. Now, oftentimes when we take our goals and we reverse engineer them, we come back to some similar core desired feelings. There's probably about five of them (laughs) that we tend to land back on. And I'm not going to tell you what all of them are right now because I want you to do this exercise and find out where you land. So this feeling of enoughness, which is something that so many of us experience. So from here, we can start to explore how do I begin to cultivate a feeling within of being enough? How do I start to embody that enoughness right now versus having to wait until that number that I hit or that number on the scale or the relationship status or the money in the bank account? How do I start to embody and feel enough right now? Because guess what? (laughs) When we hit those external goals that we've set for ourselves and we haven't done the inner work around these core desired feelings, guess what we get when we hit those goals? We hit the goal and we get the dollar amount or we get the followers or we land at that goal weight. We feel great for a second and then all of that insecurity bubbles up and we want more. We're unsatiated. We have to set another goal for ourselves Fear creeps back in. Wait, what if I'm not enough? What if I don't belong? What if I'm not loved? And all of a sudden, we just have to move the goalpost further down the road. So rather than just shooting for these external goals that we believe will help us connect with these core desired feelings, we start to cultivate them within right now. We're not waiting till we hit those goals. We start to feel abundance and calm and love and belonging and enoughness. We start to welcome them in now. And from there, we're able to operate from a completely different place, from a completely different perspective. And you better believe that's going to attract different things into your life than what you're attracting right now. So we identify our goals I identify my core desired feelings, and then I ask myself, when do I feel these things the most? What actions support me in feeling these things? So when I am meditating, when I'm drinking less, when I make time to move my body, when I'm connecting with friends and family members that I love, I feel my enoughness. Also, exploring spirituality and doing therapy and taking time to self-reflect, all of these things help me to step into that. 
So the next step would be to identify when you feel this the most and what actions you can take to continue to embody that within. Now, we have to remember that feelings, they're impermanent. They're not going to remain stable forever. So we might desire feeling enough, feeling loved, feeling beautiful, feeling calm, whatever it is. But we also have to reckon with the fact that as human beings, we are not going to feel anything 100% of the time. So you can call in more ease around that area, but recognize like there's still going to be moments when you're like, am I enough? Am I good enough? Am I lovable? Do I belong? And that's okay. That is normal. But when we are operating from a deeper knowing within, where we are starting to embody these core desired feelings, then you better believe we are attracting those external things into our life at an entirely different frequency. So this is where some of the manifestation stuff starts to come to life. So I've identified what my goals are. I've identified my core desired feelings. I've outlined some action steps. Then I start to bring all of this into the present moment as if I'm already living it out. So I write several I am statements that connect with those core desired feelings. And I put those all down. And then I have a beautiful meditation that I love to sink into. It's called a mental rehearsal. And you really imagine yourself embodying this state. You are living it, breathing it, smelling it, tasting it, feeling it. You really start to feel it in your body. And this is incredible because the body starts to connect that image to pleasure. And why this is important is because the unconscious mind is always moving us towards a space of pleasure and avoiding pain. It's called the two Ps. We've got pain and pleasure. So the unconscious mind, which is always working in the background, the part of your brain that's driving you from point A to point B, even though you're listening to a podcast and thinking about that conversation that you had yesterday, the unconscious mind is always scanning for threats. It's always looking for possibilities of death, and it is steering you in the opposite direction. So when you start to connect this desired image that you have for your life with pleasure, the unconscious mind will begin to move you towards that space with a lot less effort, a lot less force. You're not going to need so much motivation and willpower and all of that stuff that we look for in the new year. So I'm meditating. I'm writing my I am statements as if I am this individual already. And then I take these elements and I'll write down words, colors, like whatever the vision is that comes to me. And I turn that into a screensaver for my computer, a screensaver for my phone. I like to make a vision board. I haven't done one for about 10 years now, but I was looking at my vision board this year and I realized that literally everything on it has come to fruition. Everything. You need to see a picture of it. So go to my Instagram page and I'll make sure I do a highlight with that vision board on it. It's unbelievable. So it's time to make a new vision board. So that is on the agenda for the next couple of weeks. It's really a multi-step process. It sounds like it would take so long, but I swear it takes about four to six hours depending on how wild you go with your vision board. And it's just 
the best gift I can give myself to kind of go through these reflections. And obviously, I also bring my family in on this. Both the kids picked a word this year. James's word was confident. He's seven. And Brooklyn's word was butterfly. She's five. Scott's word is discipline. He's working towards Iron Man. And I am so excited to watch him rock this one. I'm not telling you my word yet because I actually have words, plural, and I'm going to save that for another episode. Okay, so that's my process. I quickly want to talk about a couple of blocks that I see not only around New Year's and goal setting and everything, but just in general as a coach that prevent people from getting to where they want to go. So the first one is not doing anything at all and having this energy of, I'm not into it. That's not for me. It's really a closed off energy that isn't necessarily opening yourself up and it feels very rooted in fear. Usually when you're having this response, there's an underlying fear that you wouldn't be able to hit your goals or you wouldn't be able to get to where you want to get to. And so it's just easier to kind of stay in the comfort zone, play it safe and push back against anybody who would dare to ask you what your word is or your goal is for 2023. If that's you, don't feel bad. We've all been there. Last year, I literally couldn't set a single goal. I was too anxious. I couldn't forward think. I just was in survival mode. And so if that is you, that is also okay. Every season, every year is going to be different. And I don't want you to feel bad about it. It's totally fine if you're just in survival mode right now and getting through day to day. Do that first. Goal setting happens when we are in a state where we can actually allow ourselves to forward think. And so when we're in, you know, extreme periods of grief or hardship or pain or illness, it's much more difficult to do that. So don't be hard on yourself. Now, if that's not you and you're like, damn, she called me out that first time. I'm smiling right now and it's all good. The invitation is open, just reflecting on what it is that you may be afraid of and remembering you can set goals that are highly achievable, little baby steps. We are also going to do the work back so that the goals become an afterthought and we're really focused on these core desired feelings and bringing them into our life right now. The second thing that I notice is that some people are setting goals believing that they're going to lead you to the feelings that you're craving instead of figuring out how to cultivate those feelings within. And this is a major setback because what happens every single time is that you hit the goals and you're still unhappy. Hit the goals and you still have anxiety. You hit the goals and you still don't see your beauty and enoughness. Put up your hand if you've ever experienced that before. Of course, hitting goals feels great, and I'm not pushing back on that whatsoever. But if we're not doing the inner work, hitting goals can feel pretty hollow. Number three is hoping that motivation is going to get you to your final destination. When motivation, like any emotion or sensation, is bound to ebb and flow, it's just not always going to be there. It's something that you can 
cultivate watching, you know, motivational videos or hearing somebody speak, but it's not always going to be there. So instead, we have to set up community and structure and support to carry us to our final destination. Not that there is a final destination, but you know what I mean, when the motivation isn't there. And the fourth thing is doing nothing and thinking that something's going to change. You may be feeling pretty good in your life right now, in which case, ignore this. But if you're struggling, if you're feeling blocked, if you're noticing things like resentment or jealousy or comparison or anxiety, like you've got a lot of conflicting energy within, that's an invitation to do some more exploration. It doesn't mean you have to change yourself. It's just an invitation to learn some tools, to get some support, whether that's through a coach or a mentor or a book or a podcast. Just please don't keep spinning with the same thoughts and living in the same patterns, expecting life to change. We've got to wake up and snap ourselves out of it. We've got to take ownership that we are the ones creating our life and that we are the ones, therefore, who can start to create some change. All right, so I've shared my process with you, why I do it that way, and some common blocks that I notice that can really hold people back from embodying things like happiness and success and love and belonging and self-love and all of these beautiful things. I'm so excited that this will be the very first year that I am going to host a workshop that will run you through this entire process in much more detail and with support. We're going to do this together and you'll have me every step of the way to ask your questions to, as well as a community of others who are working on this with you so that we can hit the ground running in 2023. I'm super excited about this. It's going to be running January 17th to 20th. We're going to do it over four days. Each day will be a one-hour session at 11 a.m. PST. It's going to be recorded, don't worry, so you can come live or you can watch it in the evenings. You can do the work as the workshop is happening, or you can save it and do it on the weekend. You could do all four hours together, or you can block it out and do one hour a week. Whatever works for you, basically. But we'll have the live session. That live session will be recorded and uploaded to our program platform where you can watch it at a time that works right for you. Of course, we'll also have some mini tutorials in there, handouts, all the good stuff that you need to hit the ground running. I haven't named this thing yet. I actually want you to help me name it as we go through the program because all of y'all are so creative. And whenever I ask you a question, you always deliver. I am going to leave a link to the unnamed workshop where we are going to get crystal clear on what you're calling in for 2023. We are going to ensure that you are feeling aligned in both the way that you feel and through your actions. You are going to release any blocks that are getting in your way, and we are going to do it together. So click the link down below. All the details for the workshop are locked and loaded in there. As always, you'll have this forever, so you can keep coming back to it year after year. I always update all of my courses every year, so you'll always get the freshest version as well. Okay? Who's ready to rock this? Who is ready to step out of their comfort zone, even if it's just a little tiny bit, to learn some new things about yourself And to put some things out there, I know, 
that everything you desire is there waiting for you. It's literally closer than you could ever imagine. So let's do this together. Click the link. As always, take what resonates, leave the rest behind. So much love to you all. Happy New Year. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Raw Beauty Talks community at Raw Beauty Talks. And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week.